bum 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 ladies in the yard ladies out the yard hello welcome back to inject chat flick i'm jt your host hi will hello jack how are you i'm well thank you how are you i feel fantastic good good um coming up on the pod today We've got an Archie Spittles special, which will be centred around food, more specifically kebabs and takeaways, and we might also talk about some hockey. Um, welcome, Archie. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, making the way down two flights of stairs, which is obviously twice the distance of Graver's commute for the podcast. Easier down than on the way up, I will say. <laughs> well, it's particularly pertinent <laughs> when we're talking about food as well. Um for a, a podcast first, we've got beer whilst we're making the pod. Or dark fruits. Or cider, yes, I should say. If you do you bat that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you, well, why don't you talk us through your, your cider of choice then? Obviously, dark fruits. Any so reason it, why? So, uh, I got this before, I believe, a social. I think there was a few left over uh, from my buy-in, potentially. So now I'm just enjoying... The fruity uh, flavours whilst we record this podcast. Spitz, you've also gone for a dark fruits, is that right? Yeah, well, Graver did owe me one. Um, <laughs> so I've gone for dark fruits as well. Crisp, refreshing. What more could you want? And it's nicer than the Fosters I have. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I've gone for a Corona. Um, and I've, I'm just popping the lime in, actually, which is why I'm concentrating on something else. Um, but also crisp and refreshing, I would say. Zesty. Zesty, yeah. Um, I actually sliced up a lemon first, didn't I? Which is a bit rookie. You got your lemon water, it's fine. Yeah, my lemon is now my water, my, my lime. Oh, yes. You said it's to me, my ye- Corona. You said to me yesterday, this isn't an ASMR podcast. But here you are. That's true, but I think, a bottle in. I think there's something a bit different about cracking a beer open with the chaps. Um, and that's what we're doing. Especially on a food and beverage Podcast, podcast, which yeah. this is quickly becoming a food and beverage <laughs> podcast. There's only so much we can talk about hockey. We don't know that much, to be honest. We, we know a lot more about food. Um, and obviously our specialist on that matter is Archie Spittles himself. So coming up today on the Archie Spittles special, let's, we'll talk about hockey first, I think, but very briefly. And then we'll, then we'll get on to the good stuff. Okay, so Spitz, tell us about yourself as a hockey player. You're obviously an EUHC member again. Of course. Like all our guests so far. Four years on the job now. Yeah. Steadily moving myself up the pitch. Started at the back. Bit of screen. I'm now kind of uh, lingering high midfield up front when I feel like it on at Saturdays. At the back post. At the back post. Is that mainly to do with your distaste for tracking back and defending? or? Uh, I think it would more a, be in relation to the calibre of our Saturday league. Doesn't yeah. necessarily require much defending. Just floating up and stat padding. This is back back post merchant, really. Yeah. Um, someone's got to do it. It's honest work, not much, but it is honest work. <laughs> Quite good on set pieces as well. Yeah, banging flick, really. I was say, drag, <laughs> flick, drag flick specialist. The yeah. club has uncovered a couple of. I think in you and Sully, we've uncovered a, a couple of drag flick specialists this year. My time again, I'll be pushing the twos. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, okay, and you're, so you're obviously you play for the threes. Talk us through your season so far. Obviously, the listeners have had a taste of it because of uh, Graver being sort of threes and fours keeper. What about you? So you're captain of the threes. 
I'm going to get serious hot takes straight off here. Okay. The best third team in the country by by a fair margin. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, in fact, that's not even a hot take. Uh, I suppose if only uh, last Wednesday hadn't yeah. capitulated uh, from the peace spot, we would we would be able to confirm this. Um, yeah. But you know, the inability for myself to hit the, hit the goal from uh, seven eight yards is, is a real <laughs> real real sore subject at the moment. Yeah, that is um, that has been a sore subject on the pod as well, hasn't it? Let's talk then about the more important stuff. Obviously, four years in the club, you're quite the off-pitch athlete as well. You could say that. What does what What would you say your sort of role and responsibilities entail off-pitch? <sighs> Obviously, you used to be a committee member. You walk around with that jacket known as the barrel. <laughs> Unfortunate nickname, really. Um, <laughs> well, unfair. Well, yeah, I was going to say, unfounded. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we have Sam Buckingham to blame for for that travesty of a nickname. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I don't roll very far if I fall over. So. <laughs> Glass houses Bucky as well. Yeah. He'll find himself in the threes not, not, too, not too long. Again. Already happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, so uh, that's a little sort of taste of your off-pitch um, calibre. Let's, before we go on to the food, just do some proper hockey hot takes. I think your one about the threes being the best third team in the country is, I think that falls into our category of tepid takes. Tepid. Um, but but I'd love to hear a proper hot take if you've got one. It can be hockey related, can be sort of hockey culture related, which extends to kebabs, I imagine. Uh, Pete Wynn has got the best hands in the club. <laughs> well, now Duncan's left. <laughs> we were sitting it's around the automatic uh, heir to the throne, is it? In third year, we were sitting around the table, and then Spitz comes out and he says, Pete's got the best hands in the club. And obviously, the rest of my house at the time were all in the ones, and we were like, that is an absolute nonsense take. D. Scott, future GB captain. Yeah, right, he's he's got that. Some might call it a hot take. That's that. <laughs> it's a hot take. To be fair, it's a hot take, and that's why we're here. Grave, have you got one for today? I think I've got a take which leans more into the kebabs. Okay. I think we should have an amnesty on straight cut chips. We all go hand in our straight cut cut chips, and we receive curly chips in return because we all know the more curls in a chip, the tastier it is. Would you expect a one-to-one exchange rate on that? Because obviously, if we take, for example, the Royal Albert Memorial Bar, curly boys are charged a premium compared to straight chips. So would you expect a one-to-one deal there? I think that's the exception rather than rule from the RAM. I think they need to have a long look at themselves and remove that surplus for curly chips. Okay. And we'd go one-for-one, potato-potato, if you pardon chip pun, <laughs> curly chips are the truth. Right. In- interestingly, I'd actually quite like to know the ratio of, of chip per potato <laughs> for curly fries. I, mm, yeah. You know, I reckon you get a lot more straight straight cut chips, don't you? So. Yeah. So in terms of efficiency, that surcharge might be relevant, really. Yeah. No, but surely you have less curly chips in return in the same volume of. Chip serving. I think we're. I think we're digressing. I'm sure there are people, very clever people in the government level, sort of dealing with this policy. <laughs> Rumor has it that's this is what Josh Toiber is actually interviewing to uh, work on when he works for the government. Um, so yeah, I think we'll. I think we'll park that one before we for another day before we spend our whole podcast talking about straight and curly chips, <laughs> which we could. Let's. Uh, oh, actually, I'll I'll do a hot take while we're at it. Since we've got some uh, alcoholic beverages with us today. I am going to go for a hot take. 
Foster's out of a can is horrid. It is the worst thing ever. I would never, ever drink it. I would probably drink anything else at a social over a Foster's. And I know that it's a favourite with many in the club and I'm sure further afield. Foster's is the worst thing. I think some might say you're treading on blasphemy, really, there. They might, but that's why it's a hot take. It's a searing hot take, but... It's they horrible. slide down so nicely at, at the end of a social that when you, your taste buds aren't really working anyway. <laughs> like, a warm Foster's in the mix doesn't doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Whereas I think you're more of a Thatcher's man. I am I more think, of a cider man at socials, yeah. But, but I, I, think I like a lager when I'm yeah, nestling in. When I'm nestling in, I'm not drinking warm Foster's. But if I'm socialing, Fair I'm not enough. having a sweet beverage like a Thatcher's Gold to sort of... I don't maybe be a bit too sickly, whereas a Foster keeps you very much grounded in reality. Fair enough. Spitz, do you like Fosters? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't, you know, you, you call it the devil's sauce, don't you? I couldn't really consider a passion fruit record league on a Wednesday night devil's sauce. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep the Fosters close to the chest, really. Fair enough. Um, let, let's talk food. Let's talk more specifically kebabs. Exeter kebabs. Spitz, we asked, we asked you the other day, Spitz is our housemate for, for a bit of context, so we asked him the other day in the kitchen, we were like, if you came on the pod, would you be able to do a, a sort of Exeter kebab review segment, and, and would you need time to prepare for it? And I think what we got in response was a resounding, I'm ready whenever. I think he's got this on the tip of his tongue at pretty much all times. So I'm keen to hear firstly sort of a brief overview of your thoughts on the Exeter kebab scene. Or is it pronounced kebab? A kebab after a beer, I think technically, isn't it? Um, but I have, haven't well, quite completed a, a beer yet. Yeah, you've so. had a sip, which is good for you. Yeah, so go on, <laughs> carry on. Well, if we start from one end of town, if we're if we're looking down Four Street, um, yeah, we've obviously got Bodrums. Yep. Um, checkered past. Yeah, checkered past. <laughs> I've seen some interesting things inside Bodrums, uh, which I don't think. Um, food, health and safety would particularly agree with. I also don't think um, Spotify needs to hear it. I, I've seen lots of people go and serve themselves kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of makes me question their, their thorough... Their business model. Thorough safety <laughs> process, really. Um, as we move up, we've obviously got a couple of kebab vans. Um, yeah. Not necessarily good for kebabs. We've got the one by uh, Timepiece. TP Burger. Yeah. That's very nice. They, they've got, yeah. I think it's called a Scooby Snacks Burger. Um, which has got rock, rock. <laughs> Blimey. eggs on it as well, um, which was a go-to until I once tried to take a mouthful and both burgers and both eggs fell out. Oh yeah, you've told me about yeah. that. And £10 pounds down the drain, really. Um, it's a sad sight. Well, obviously sad. still was consumed, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to waste that money. Uh, and then we've also got John Lewis kebab van, lovely woman, occasionally stop there after work if I have a really late shift. <laughs> Very pleasant. Um, Are they formally affiliated with John Lewis and Partners? No, no. I don't think John Lewis would be too impressed with that affiliation. Um, <laughs> but they do park up right outside. Uh, nice, nice chicken nuggets, um, but not really kebabs, as we as we've said. Uh, so if we if we push towards Sidwell's, you know, the, the heart of the a kebab household, scene, a household name, which yeah. has already actually appeared on the podcast before. So we've got Sidwell's fish and chips. Um, JP was not too impressed with Sidwell's fish and chips, although the merch is nice. Yeah, I mean, the last time I went there, I got a battered sausage at about 3am. It wasn't particularly special. 
Were you the um, battered sausage or was your meal the battered sausage? I couldn't tell you. To be <laughs> Max Sydenham and Sam Hooper both swear by Sidwell's fish and chips. True, true. I think Max in particular, he got himself in the doghouse once through spending a lot of time in Sidwell's <laughs> after a night out. Yeah, and then we. But if we if we look opposite it, you've got Mega. Yeah. I don't think I'll be seen dead in Mega anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if we thought Bodrum's hygiene rating was bad. I think we've we've hit ultimate new lows with with Mega and and the bloke who runs it, not my cup of tea. Seen so mischarging people all the time. Um, I hope he doesn't that. hear this. He might come after me. Um, yeah, Mega, stay clear. Is there one next to Mega? Now we're into the, the good the good zone. As I like okay, to a smile has really yeah. lit up on Spitz's face. Hot spot, hot spot kebab. Um, changed name about uh, two years ago, but. You know, genuinely nice people. I see these two arguing over an EG of a beer. Yeah, it was um, EG, that's fine. <laughs> um, hot spot, really good. Yeah. Uh, after a night out, mixed donna and cheesy chips with your combination of, of aioli and barbecue sauce Yeah. to die for. See, I like hot spot, but one time I did see the man come into a coughing fit and spit in a bin before he served me my kebab. <laughs> and, like... My drunk me has just pretended that never happened, <laughs> and I still go there. But I know in my heart of hearts I'm being dirty when I uh, when I do it. Well, you'd rather him spit in the bin, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> than in your kebab, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. That is in the very hallowed true. kebab. I'm all like marinating all that, but <laughs> we might be might be pushing it too far there. A little tester for the immune system. Keep on um. his toes. <laughs> Who what's next? Then, then we're looking at the the top tier, god tier of creme, kebabs. We're talking goat shit. Yeah, <laughs> we've got pepinos. Not many people know about pepinos. More on Uber Eats. Really good, really good mixed grill. If you if you ever want a delivery, mixed grill from there. It's about thirteen pounds, I think. Really nice. But top on the top is Fa's grill. Just delightful. He does wax lyrical about FAs, doesn't we he? We have been there a few times, haven't we? We have. We've had a few house socials and and such like. We went there the night before a game once and Spitz went and got a hat trick. We went for his birthday. Yeah. And then it sort of became a ritual, didn't we? Yeah, I went to Star week, last week actually as well. <laughs> we, uh, well, I'd like to actually share my side of that story. So, we, we, yeah, we went for the house and a, a few other council members went for uh, to celebrate Spitz's birthday in, in true Spitz fashion. Uh, I must admit, I'm not particularly experienced in the kebab scene, so it was quite a nice experience. You know, we had we sat down. There were menus. It was it was a nice evening and some tasty food, lots of it, good value. I and the other, shall we say, more highly tuned performance athletes, really struggled on game day the next day. Um, in our house, there are three first team players. And three not first team players. The three not first team players fared much, much better on Wednesday health wise than the three first team players, would you not say? I would agree, yeah. So it's not for the faint hearted this scene. I think, you know, it's a it's a dog eat dog or <laughs> spits eat spits kind of world. Um But anyway, go on, talk about FAs because it is your favourite, isn't it? it is just a different different gravy as one it might is say. Gravy. When you come to kebabs. Uh, I, I've heard from good sources that their meat supplier is is up there. Yeah. Um, very similar to the one I work. We use at the place I work, which is um, a, which is a good establishment. A very good establishment. Um, Fair enough. 
And I've just, I've never had a bad kebab. They don't try and rip me off, I don't think. It's expensive, um, relatively, but you get what you pay for. You do get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, but I did ask for, uh, I left someone in charge of my kebab uh, the other day, the ordering process, and he clearly went heavy-handedly on the uh, the chilli sauce. Did he? Yeah. Was it uh, hot stuff? It, it was hot stuff. Very hot stuff. <laughs> was that the fault of who you left in charge? Uh, I would say so, but... Are you going to name names? I can't confirm. Uh, unconfirmed, it was Josh Toyer. Oh, of um, course it was. The other housemate. Uh, I don't know whether he did it intentionally, but it was a goddamn hot, hot kebab. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's worth mentioning as well. I don't. Have you got any more kebabs to sum up? I think that's probably all of the, yeah, really. The highlights. Um, I, think, I think it's worth mentioning, Spitz is very well versed in this arena. But one thing that I always notice after a night out, and that's obviously prime kebab time, is... Spitz often will buy the kebab on the Wednesday night or the early hours of Thursday, perhaps, and then just not eat any of it and, and basically have it for brunch or lunch, perhaps the next day, which I can, you know, I can see that's a good hangover cure. But there was one time where you didn't quite get from the door to the kitchen, did you? Well, I can't remember this. <laughs> well, yeah, by, by, uh, by sober accounts... Um, the kebab was sprayed across most of the kitchen. Is that right? And, uh, uh, and then you were put to bed. I think a chair. Yeah. Was it was in my way? <laughs> <laughs> I think the navigation of the chair was was slightly more cumbersome after some <laughs> beverages. But I think uh, do do you back the the more general principle of getting the kebab for the morning after? Well, usually I have the intention of eating it. Yeah. Um, straight away, to be honest, but. Waste not, one not. If I if I don't fancy all of the kebab when I'm home, it's Fair going enough. in the fridge and I'll have it for lunch. They say with curries, they get better the day after you order them. Mm. And I think the same thing you could possibly say for kebab. Do they say that about curries? I think they do. I think I've heard pizzas. Said. I think they say that about pizzas. I'm not sure they say about curries, do they? It's more time <laughs> to marinate, isn't I it? I, I, mean, I don't think you understand what marinating is. More sauce on meat for longer <laughs> equals better. <laughs> That's my maths equation. I think that has um, illustrated to our listeners the sort of food IQs going on here. You, you're in no place to talk. You had a cold liquid for your last supper. I'll start. admit. I'll admit the gazpacho on the off menu podcast has not gone down well with the listeners. And I think, to be fair, in my defence, firstly, I didn't have much time to prepare. And secondly, I didn't know that you can't get full on the off-menu podcast. So those are my defences. I, I do think that gazpacho is still a good starter, but I'll concede that the hoisin duck pancakes were... Far were, superior. Yeah, probably. Anyway, I digress. Just to sum up, Spitz, we'll do a really quick fire round. Favourite kebab stop? Fs Fs yeah, Grill. I think that was a given. Least favourite, the worst in town. I think we've got to go mega. The amount of times he's insulted me, I just, I don't want to go there again. And you're such a stand-up guy, so who would insult you? You're me? never yeah. aggressive when you're drunk. No. That's actually just such a false act. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely me- stay clear of mega. Okay, fair enough. Um, and uh, Briefly, I think while we're on the sort of subject, favourite takeaway in Exeter? Sort of similar, oh. similar topic. I'll probably get on board with uh, Graver here. I, I, I think a curry. Yep. Takeaway. Personally, it just ranks 
far above all else. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because the effort required to reproduce a curry of, of a similar yeah. standard yeah. Is, is a lot more intense. Fair enough. Any other takeaway, I think you can you can almost botch it without having to spend mm. four hours Bake cooking. away. Yeah. That's what they call them. That is what they call them. Yeah. Fair enough. So Indian it is. I think, well, the length of this podcast has illustrated to you that this is obviously a, a subject of passion for Spitz and the, the wider household. Um... I don't think... Uh, well, we could talk for hours about this, really. We could. Um, you two have finished your ciders. I haven't quite finished my lager, so I might do that while, while you sum up the sort of what, what we've gone through today. Um, and perhaps you could, you know, give us a few more nuggets of, of information about... A few more chicken nuggets of information. <laughs> about the kebab scene. Obviously, it'll be a slow bowl. I've got, like, three fingers, so you've got a minute. A minimum. I think it might be on your EG today. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, I, I just say to all the listeners out there, really, if you're going to get a kebab, you, you pay what you get. You get what you pay for, even. I think, unless, you know, unless you get a mega where they mischarge you. Yeah, and, and they charge you 20 quid for a kebab and then accuse you of being a liar. Um, <laughs> I think you've got to spend that money. You get that, that better yeah. quality meat. Fair enough. Well, I've EG'd. Um, tomorrow... Uh, on the podcast, we're going to have another housemate, the uh, previously mentioned Josh Toyber, for a huge preview for their huge Wednesday match. I'm really looking forward to having him on, although I'm not sure he'll do much for our posh accent uh, image issue. Um, but alas, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Thanks for coming on, Spitz. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, sharing all of your knowledge. And without further ado, on my EG. On your EG.